Hey everybody, welcome back to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo, the most primitive podcast in America. Uh, three things that I wanted to uh, to uh, quickly bounce on, on here. Uh, like I said, I'm so free, far behind in technology uh, with the new setup here. You know, it keeps on telling me I can upload audio, I, which I don't know how to do. And I realize that uh, I'm only so far in the technology, but it's uh, more than what... Uh, my co-host Jimmy James wanted to do because uh, he doesn't. I don't think he knows how to do any of the parts. But, but that's uh, that's not here or there. The point is, is that I don't know either as much. So that's why everything I do here is live, and that's why I'm trying to get him on the phone. Phone, so you know when we talk, it's 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 a live recording. So that's basically uh, one of my problems. Um, uh, secondly, I wanted to talk just a little bit more uh, about uh, the fact that uh, we had gone to that uh, LaSalle reunion. LaSalle Academy is on the Lower East Side of New York. Uh, it's in uh, close to Alphabet City, 2nd Street, 2nd Avenue. That's the Lower East Side, just just a couple of blocks north of Houston Street. And uh, I went there for two years because I got kicked out of Regis High School, which uh, I think I mentioned because I failed... I failed um, Latin twice, okay, instead of picking Greek, but I, I failed Latin twice. So uh, that that grounds for the boot, and plus I also uh, failed Algebra 2, which for some strange reason, then that very summer, uh, my mom matriculated me into LaSalle Academy. I had to look around for a couple of, so we went to Xavier, went to Immaculata. All the, one, all the ones that I had chosen, strangely enough, um, all the schools that I had chosen in my uh, uh, SA, the, the uh, Catholic high school uh, t- test, it's not the SATs, it's, uh, shoot, the, the, the high school entrance exams that we do. You pick, you pick four schools. Uh, I remember St. Agnes, but I was told not to go there because St. Agnes was like for all the, all the troubled kids and stuff like that, and uh, they 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 were more geared. They, they were not equipped to handle a, a person like me, you know. Or whatever education they felt they were giving was more of a life training for the for students that were not as uh, proficient. So um, that that was Saint Agnes, and uh, let me see. The other three were Immaculata, which was the only co-ed school that was across the way. Xavier, which I did make, but the fact that I had gone to Regis instead, Xavier was also, oh, I'm trying to remember, there was one more school, it's not one of the bishops, it's not the Bois or anything like that, it was not the bishops, I don't remember if I, uh, Cardinal Hayes, I don't remember if I put down Cardinal Hayes, I doubt that highly, because that, that school was really far but I remember the LaSalle Academy was not part of the uh, was part of that group. And then, when you know when I had to go find another high school, and uh, we went down there, and it was pretty cool. I have no idea whether my mom paid tuition to that school or not. I know that, you know, with the giving that LaSalle Academy, which I hope all the people out there listening here, uh, that they'll give a little something, something. <coughs> and um, uh, they took me in. And I did my last two years there. I took an extra class. I actually took, oh, I, I remember getting away with uh, taking Algebra 2 over. 
And the strange part is now I understood now I was really good at it now because I had picked up just a few days after I got kicked out of Regis. We went to uh, the uh, civil service bookstore in downtown Manhattan. Okay, you get all the manuals for all the tests and stuff like that. And uh, also, you, you've got what we had were the AMSCO books. AMSCO books were basically books on all the, all the, the, the school topics. Uh, so I picked up the 10th year mathematics book. And almost from the get, it was like, like the scales had been lifted off of my eyes. Okay, it was ridiculous how all of a sudden it all became clear from the first page how it all came clear to me and, and said, now I understand this crap. I don't know, maybe it was that the way the teacher was teaching it. I mean, he was a kindly, kindly man. I mean, yeah, he was getting very frustrated with me that I just could not pick up the concepts, uh, uh, you know, of second, uh, of algebra. It was really weird. Uh, these second year concepts, you know, a little, little tougher stuff. Uh, for some reason, I did pass, I don't remember how much I passed first year algebra with. Well, anyway, I got away with it because here was the only math class I took in third year. So, and then in fourth year, I cheated totally and I took business math. So I learned all about interest and, and uh, percentage and all that kind of stuff. Really down my alley because uh, my multiplication and division skills are really strong due to the fact of, of uh, doing all those batting averages all those years for stratomatic and stuff like that. So... Uh, my my math and my division skills are really strong. I feel they are, um, and um, so I took business math and got away with not taking any trigonometry, got away with taking no calculus, none of that stuff. I I I, I got away with murder there, uh, but I did take the X in junior year. I took the extra course. Everybody else was on six uh, seven courses. I had eight. Uh, because I was taking both high school accounting and I was taking business law. Okay, two very important classes. I think that everybody, hey, you know, as far as what happened was with business law, though, uh, Mr. Trainer, well, I'm sorry, I, I think it was the account because he did both the accounting and the business law class, had him for both. Uh, the accounting class was cool because it really started you, not so much book, but first, like the how to fill out a checkbook, for Christ's sakes. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, of course, this was the days before cards and stuff like that. You had to know how to, how to run a checkbook. Then that's how you started from a checkbook to a simple journal and then worked your way, uh, you know, advancing the skills of journals uh, from one T, T account all the way up to putting all these T accounts into uh, accounts receivable or accounts payable. Okay, so uh, I have a, a pretty decent rudimentary accounting uh, background, so super rudimentary, okay, so uh, at least you understand the concepts. So, uh, that was LaSalle Academy, uh, I was on their, <laughs> I was on their floor hockey team, the only thing that carried over from Regis to LaSalle was that we had floor hockey in the gym. However, I introduced the new, the Regis wooden sticks because LaSalle was playing the kitty hockey, all right, with the plastic sticks that you could almost swipe one-handed and the big yellow foam puck, okay? Um, I introduced them from Regis to the next level of floor hockey, which was to use actual cheap 
street hockey sticks, okay, with uh, the mylar, um, with hard mylar uh, blades and real wooden shafts, okay, smaller than, way smaller than hockey sticks, but you get the, the better field, better grip, and the puck was the soft, I can't say soft plastic. It wasn't puck like there's a hard like pl plastic puck that's solid with wheels and there's also one that doesn't have wheels but it's for street use and uh, that thing is as heavy almost as the real thing no we went to the hard plastic but like like they were like rubber ducky to toys you could squeeze them they were hollow but they were solid enough you know for you to maneuver with and stuff they weren't foam uh, so they were hard plastic you know a pretty good shot from one of those on, on bare skin sting a little bit you know but but nothing but at least it it, it carried better it slid better uh, uh it was better to handle the handling between the sticks and the puck were were you know akin to you know street hockey so it, it became better and better i was the captain both times of the junior and senior teams uh, we drafted our players and um in junior year, we lost the championship, and in senior year, we won the championship game. All right, uh, it was uh, you know one of the one of only two trophies I ever received in my life. You know, so and, and so and I was also the starting goalie on that team. So uh, I understand that you know throughout my entire career, both Regis and LaSalle. Um, I did pretty well. We were, I was in the playoffs all the time. I was in at least two champion two championship games. Uh, Regis, I believe I made the playoffs. I think I made it as far as the semifinals in one. Got eliminated first round. I think as a freshman. Then it got pretty get better. Then I got I got into the playoffs. Got eliminated in freshman. Then in the sophomore year, I got as far as the semifinals. And then in junior and over in the other junior, we, we, we went to the championship game both times. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, my goals against average for the whole my whole career, and I'd say that would be spanning at least eight games per season, including playoffs. No, no, not including playoffs. Eight games per season. I figured that I played a total of 40 games and I think 40, 45 games. It had to be more than that. I think, it, no, we had to have played more in, in because we were going up against, yeah, at least we were going up six times, eight times. Yeah, something like about 40 games total I played. Uh, and uh, I had a GAA of three, which I believe is, uh, you know, good. In other words, it's like a B. You know, no, no Venzina trophy uh, because there's always one one guy that ends up being fantastic and, you know, like a, like a 1.15 average or something like that. So, and it, it always seems to be the case. I was always like second or third in the league out of eight teams always throughout, you know, throughout the whole thing. So uh, that's why. I was, like I said, I was in top three, but I never, I don't think in any one season I was considered for a top goalie. So uh, that that was pretty much it. I did actually. I got to score. Uh, no goalie. No goalie uh, thing. Uh, 
in the few games that I got to play uh, out on the field, and I had this other Spanish kid. He wanted to play goalie, so I left, especially in LaSalle. So I think I played like maybe five games, actually, where I wasn't a goalie. Okay, I was a, I was a wing, and um, I believe I scored three goals. I remember two of them. I remember it was I tallied because I remember my my score sheet that had three goals, but I don't remember one season I had two goals for sure. Uh, I remember I remember those two goals, um, but that's it. I wasn't really you know I, I wasn't really a scorer, especially senior year. We had these two kids that were together, Tommy Pellegrino and I forget what the heavy set kid. They were together on an ice hockey team. Okay, so these two, like, they were like the Messier and Gretzky of the league. It was just ridiculous. Um, one scored, like, in, in eight games, he scored, like, 15 goals, and the other guy scored 10, you know. So it, it, it was really, it was really ridiculous. They led all, they led all scores, you know. I had the Gretzky and the, and the Messier of, of, the, of the, that's why we won the championship. Our offense was, like, incredible. We, in fact, one game, Mr. Krause decided to be a real, you know, and he decided to put, he wanted me to stop talking shit, I guess. So he somehow managed to call the entire team out on penalties except me. So I'm on a, this is a five on one, okay? I'm playing five on one, so I'm playing like defense, and I'm just shooting, anything I get to, I'm just shooting it down, shooting it down. I must, we must have gone about five minutes shorthanded one way or another. And he was just calling penalties left and right. He left me alone with the goalie out there, you know, and it was, it was funny. It was hilarious. I was screaming and yelling at him. What the hell was he doing? And it was, it was pretty funny. So, um, LaSalle Caddy was a lot, was, was very good. We had our lunches there. All the lunches was not lunches like in Regis. Regis had a full-blown cafeteria where you get a whole, you know, a bunch of shit. Not, not, not LaSalle. LaSalle was a tiny where you got the meal of the day. And, oh, my God, I got so fat on fish fillets on Fridays because everybody hated fish fillets. I must eat like six or seven of them, of them little fish fillets and shit with a couple of buns and all the, all the soda or whatever it is that they gave us to drink that I could drink. In the in the forty minutes they gave us for lunch or something like that it was ridiculous. Um, we had hot dog Tuesdays, I think pizza Wednesdays. That was another pizza. The hot dogs I wasn't, you know, dirty water dogs. I just just like you got at the street corner, you know, super New York thing. So yeah, the hot dogs are boiled. They're not God. I can't think of anybody that grills the hot dogs. Maybe microwaves them, but not not grills them. That's that's definitely not happening, you know. Even if you had a grill and you did them Nathan style, and it, it, not not in the schools, they had to be boiled to uh, to the right temperature. You know, they did take care somewhat of these of these things. You know, not to kill us with salmonella. So that that was the main building. I hear that they don't. They're in a Ukrainian church now and have been for a few years, but it seems like the place is pretty big. You know, it's like a whole building with, uh, like, it would be like a Ukrainian society thing like we had. You know, we had that Casa Galicia, you know, Spaniards and, you know, Bohemian Hall where the Czechs have their thing in Astoria. In other words, just not a school, but a, a complete building for a cultural center. 
Yeah, that's what I would call it. It's a church, but really it's a cultural center. So um, they're using that, as I understand, some Ukrainian church up on... They mentioned the name, but you know me with my memory. I can't remember a goddamn thing. So uh, that's um, uh, that's that on uh, where they are, uh, like the Thankless Hall Academy. And I, I was I made National Honor Society twice, okay, which was really cool. <coughs> and for those who are nosy enough to ask, uh, my I took the SAT twice. The first SAT, I scored 1280, which in this whole school uh, put me sixth. And then on my second SAT, I scored a 1350, which put me second in the high school. Okay, so uh, no, no, no disparagement about that. Okay, so uh, did okay. It okay, and then it moved me on to St. Colin and to St. Francis, which basically LaSalle was a feeder school for St. Francis, so uh, that's where I, that's where I ended up as well, St. Francis College. But that's a that's a whole nother story for a whole nother show. So I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it right here. Uh, I know that I promised to do depending on how many minutes this whole thing is. Uh, believe it or not, this is the first episode of season twelve. Yeah, season 12. I actually have 84, 84 uh, episodes. And from what I understand, one quarter of my listens have been in Germany, which, thank you, Germany. Uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, probably it's part of that project to collect every internet utterance ever ever put out in the world's biggest computer, world's biggest storage area, which nowadays, you know, it really can't be much because for what a, a, a terabyte of, 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 uh, of information can be stored, I can imagine that you could probably store like in a terabyte, you could probably store a thousand, a thousand podcasts. You know, I don't mean, I mean a thousand podcasters, okay, in one terabyte of so I can figure some building with servers, and you're talking about already the what, the next amounts what picabyte or, uh, or whatever the heck the next uh, next couple of 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 powers of ten are, are are out there. I'm sure that we already have the storage easily, easily, easily have the storage. So. Um, yeah, thank thank you, Germany, for for listening in. Um, so I'm going to end it right here. Wow, I'm going to have to actually start a whole new episode here because uh, and stick this in 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 episode two, only because I've gone a lot longer than I thought I have. I've already gone 20 minutes, and this is just kind of worth putting into the next ep- into the next episode. So I'm going to leave you here. And uh, again, thanks for listening. We're gonna, uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Chuchu, the most primitive podcast in America. Yeah, I'm trying to do things in a haphazard way. Right now, it's uh, Friday, the thir- March thirty first. 
I know that this is hooked up with stuff from like the 17th and all that. So, uh, you know, I'm jumping back and forth in, in time. I'm like Doctor Who. But I am here at my son's uh, apartment. We're looking at the final moments of moving out over here in one apartment in Brandon, and we're headed to another apartment, just not even maybe a thousand yards away. Um, so I have here my grandson, Azariah. Say hi to everybody. What's up, you guys? All right. Hey, and uh, what, what, come on, your thoughts on this move. What do you think? Happy going to someplace new, finally. Okay. Yeah, you've been here like eight years. All right. So the other place, what do you think of the other place? I think it's better. You think it's better? All right. Yeah, well, and on top of it, you're going to have your own room. Yay, right? Well, for a while, until, you're, until your little brother gets a little older, I don't know who's going to end up. Yeah, there's own room. Ah, remember you got Jada in the mix, too. That's Jada's room until, until she uh, decides. She's going. Yeah, she's going. Oh, uh, yeah, well, okay, so he's going with her, at least in the room, for what little he has and stuff like that, the bassinet and whatever. And, all right, okay. Uh, yeah, because he's still young, and, and Jada, the cousin, is still here to take care of him as a primary uh, uh, caregiver So um, uh, while uh, mom works. Um, the, the place, yeah, the place looks real nice and everything. Uh I'm looking at the old place. Everything's down to the walls. We're just about done here. I figure one or two trips with a truck, and that's the end of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much you got left. I, I'm looking at all the, the, is the that closet empty over there. Everything's empty. So in other words, whatever I see is just whatever's inside, whatever's right here in the, by the kitchen area. Okay. Yeah, folks, uh, the new place is a little strange because um, while modernized and the upstairs is beautiful with the three bedrooms kind of in a, at the end of the uh, staircase into a railroad, you go up the staircase, make a U-turn. One bedroom's there, but the other two are t uh, toward the back. And uh, the thing is, is though, is that the, uh, it's a non-existent living room because a, a beautiful island takes up half the square of whatever's going on in the combined kitchen dining room living room area so uh <laughs> what do you think of that you think you think uh, everything's a little scrunched up in there i mean it's kind of weird but if we can make it work then it'll still look fine yeah i think you think maybe that too much couch probably right you in other words something that was a little more streamlined and just not without like without the chaise you know just a regular sofa Probably would work, you know, I mean, but I'm not gonna tell your mother that. A bunch of people, you were never gonna have anybody sit there. You know what? Everybody was gonna sit there. We're gonna sit behind over by the table because you could watch the TV from the table. That's where everybody else was gonna sit. You know, now, you know, it'd be cool if you strung out uh, electricity out to the lanai, so at least you got at least, uh, you string out some power out to the lanai, you get yourself a TV out there. TV with a fire stick, no, no cable. You know what I mean? Get yourself a cheap TV and, yeah, and put it. somebody walk behind him and they come in there, take TV. A cheap TV. Who's going to take a cheap little TV? You don't put an 85-inch oh, out there. Cheap, it's just there for you to... Yeah, listen, you can get a 32-inch now for 100 bucks. All right? It'd be one hell of a crackhead to be dealing with doing that right and especially the way you're situated you got the hedge behind you nobody sees into your place if anybody robbed you it would have to be somebody from your own complex only because they knew that was there 
you know. But like I said, just something cheap to have outside. That way, maybe you you hook up a, 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 a cheap video game to it, you know. Leave all the good stuff inside, but you leave a, you know, some used PS3 or something, whatever. What what's the worst thing you can get out there right now, out in the streets, if you needed to get a cheap gaming system? Oh, what's that one thing called? I don't know. The X Xbox? No, none of the Xboxes uh, or the PS. I would say the worst thing that I know, I would say probably that, that Amazon gaming thing, the Stadia. I, I think oh, that's I that's heard that. about that, but that's the problem. I only heard about it. Is that bad, huh, Stadia? I don't know. Oh, it's it Amazon's is, own gaming platform. Yeah, I don't think it's really popular. Because I guess maybe not. Maybe it is bad because I never. What is the shit, Steam, Steam, man? Steam. Steam. What is Steam? Oh, but it's a game app. Yeah. You, Steam, you buy the games on Steam and then you can play it on that app. Oh, so Steam is only a, a warehouse to buy apps. It's not really much yeah. different than Google Play. Or not really. Okay, thank you. That's the endorsement. That was the endorsement I was thinking of. Okay, all right, all right. That, I mean, it's basically like the same thing, <coughs> except if like the app store, like if it only had games on it, then that's basically a type of Steam, Steam app. All right, but I see that Steam is more popular, like in the smaller things. Like Nintendo, do Nintendo Switches uh, get on the internet? Mm-hmm. The little, the little handheld Nintendo. Yeah. Does that get on the internet? Yeah. It does. So you can download games over the internet onto a. PC. Not the PC. The your little handheld. Uh, the games that are on the there's already games on Nintendo Switch. You have, you have to buy the games on the Nintendo Switch. Unless you want it for like the. You mean the disc. thing, that, but it doesn't doesn't connect to the internet. And, it and, connects and, to the internet. It does connect to the internet. Yeah, it has to connect to the internet. Well, it has to do that to download the games because the games can't be on the deck itself. Yeah. How many games are on that deck? How much storage does it have? I don't know. I don't have one, so I can't really say. Okay, I thought those things had you know only X amount of storage that you had to be I downloading mean, they, games. They, not. They do have like only. Some storage, you can't have like thousands of games on there. Or no, you can't. That's what I'm saying. So at one point or another, you got to get on the internet and buy them. Yeah, but you don't have infinite amount of storage on there. Right, exactly. For it's the downloadables, you don't have an infinite amount of storage. Okay, you see, that's important. But it is one of those things where you can get games on on the... Uh, hold on, uh, uh, get games on this. Well, anyway, we're like I said, we're here on the very uh, few minutes of, of moving out of this apartment onto the new place. Uh, we'll be right back. I'll be back with my grandson. We'll be here. We'll, we'll be talking to him all day. So um, uh, we'll be right back after these messages, folks. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, welcome back to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. Uh, please pardon the raspiness in my voice. And of course, there's shit playing in the background. Uh, don't want any music playing in the background because I don't want these people to uh, throw out my entire episode because I played some music illegally or something like that. So, um, we're just talking Ozzy, but uh, we're going to move that now to the next episode. Because here, right here, right now... I've got about three minutes, so it shouldn't take me that long, but uh, to uh, praise another new diner that's uh, part of uh, the, the series. You know, sometimes I, I, I do uh, uh, reviews 
I do a lot of reviews on Google Maps, okay? I'm a, like a level seven, and I've got like about 300 contributions or whatever and shit. Um, so uh, the newest place that we have gone to is uh, Luis's, Luis's Garden Grill, 4541 West Hillsboro Avenue. Uh, he's Mexican, his wife is Cambodian, the place serves like a New York style Greek diner and uh, we also met the Greek person who is also part of the, uh, the uh, cooking and serving uh, uh, wait staff and management there. And it, it's, jeez, uh, oh, I forgot her name now. I don't know if she ever even told me her name, but she took our check. Um, it is a full-service diner, all right? Open till 8 o'clock. I believe that on Sundays they're only open till 3, okay? The brunch crowd, and that's it. Uh, however, uh, the food is excellent. The food, I had the chicken, a couple of nights ago I went in and had the chicken Betty, which was really a marsala, but had spinach, uh, uh, chopped onions, and uh, chopped mushrooms on top of the sauce, and the breast was well cooked. The potato was solidly clean. Uh, love a, a good fluffy white potato, uh, and uh, it, it was very good. And then the sauteed vegetables, a nice medley, uh, including some uh, long uh, sliced uh, carrot uh, pieces, and uh, asparagus with, a, uh, with uh, green beans, and uh, uh, Chinese cabbage, all very much uh, steamed to a delicate crunch, very well done. Um, they serve Coke products, in case that's a thing for you, as it is for my wife. Uh, and my wife had a the chicken parmesan plate, the uh, al dente pasta, a linguine, uh, served with their sauce, which was very nice, and the parmesan itself was very nice. Uh, they know how to cook a, a, a thick uh, chicken breast well. Um, today I went this morning, and we had the, uh, well, she had, little disappointment, 11 o'clock, they turn off the waffle maker. Boo. Okay, so you get a couple of points off for that. Um, you're saying breakfast all day and yet you turn off the Belgian waffle maker. That, that's uncool. All right, but however, she did have the French toast and a big bounce back, points back, because it's uh, two or three thick slices of Texas toast done French style. So it's, a, and they're whole slices, not half slices. They give you three half slices. No, no. <coughs> this was three whole slices, of which my wife could only eat two. So she's given the other uh, one to my grandson. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> to munch on. And um, with fresh strawberries and fresh banana, uh, she enjoyed it very much. Uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was all well done. The coffee is American, a little weak. I actually drank two cups, almost like right back to back. In fact, the second one I drank black which I almost never do drink American coffee black, all right, with sugar. But it happened here and uh, I, I was hungry, what can I tell you? We went to fast in the morning because we had to give blood labs to St. Joseph's Hospital here. So we gave our blood labs and then we raced right over to Lisa's to have our, our brunch because yeah, definitely was not breakfast. We're talking about almost close to two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, what we, uh, whoa, what did I get? I got the Luis, the Crab Luis Benedict, all right, uh, hey, listen, it's, it's the fake crab meat, but who cares, all right, it was, uh, you know, the bread was toasted correctly, the eggs are poached very well, very interestingly poached, nice, 
nicely, nice globes of, of poached eggs. Uh, hollandaise sauce pretty much tastes the same as they do everywhere. Uh, but, but it's good. It's good. And I believe I have my grandson who's peeking in. Yeah, we're in the middle of a, a commercial here for Luis's. Well, what's up? You mean take you right now to go there? Take her to get one. I don't get you. I understand that. You want me to go by myself? You come with me, or she's coming? Uh, did you bring everything? Yeah, folks. Like I said, we're in the middle of this move, so I guess everybody wants. Uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to need you to come with me because you carry stuff. Okay. So uh, basically, folks, 4541 West Hillsboro Avenue. That's Luis's uh, Garden Grill. I'm telling you, the food is good. The food is really good. And uh, uh, served quickly, strangely enough. I have to admit, their, their time to table was actually quite impressive. Even for a place that was only half full. Service is wonderful. The people are great there. The place is clean. All right, I understand that it used to be a Mexican joint before. And like I said, he's Mexican. His, uh, his wife is Cambodian. And she's the one who has brought the little bamboo shoots and decided to, uh, to make the decor a nice, clean, white uh, uh, decor. Very, very well-appointed place. All right, so uh, please, please head over to Luis's Garden Grill. Okay, uh, open Monday, Saturday, I believe from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then on uh, Sunday from 7 to 3. All right, so we'll be right back after these messages. And thanks <laughs> for listening into the reality. Okay, real life happening as we, as we go. All right, so thank you very much.